Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely Is it our personalities where we just had the homely? You swipe left then I swipe right Sitting on my couch at night Hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast When you're the only one still single Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no So you write this stupid jingle To say somebody please date us Welcome back to another episode of Somebody Date Us. It's Asal. It's Lauren. And it's Carly. It's Mike. <laughs> Gang's all here. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to start with Carly, and I want to know why you should be single this week. Um, I should be single this week because it expressing my feelings doesn't come like super natural to me especially like if I really like someone so it's just like 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 Marty for instance like Mm -hmm. over the last like little bit like it's just like I've just been so open and like so much more open and expressing myself my feelings and it feels so fucking freeing but like I think about it like how like how long I like held off on like sharing these and I'm like why didn't I just do this sooner yeah you know and so like I should be single because I just like I felt like I waited too long like I'm happy like the time has come but still like I don't know guys my thing is shoot your shot and just fucking do it at the end of the day don't like be hesitant and like wait around like me I'm like this, like, I don't like talking about my feelings either. And like, I feel like it's like my fear is always just like that they're going to like not reciprocate it back, which in like, really you want to know, like if they don't feel the same way back, then you would want to know that it just like sucks. Mm -hmm. So it's even better when they like respond back with like their Mm -hmm. feelings and you're on the same page and you're like, this is great. Why did I do it sooner? Like (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So that's why I should be single this week. What about you, Michael? Why are you single? I uh, I am single this week because um, at this point, I have probably watched the new Batman trailer a hundred times. And um, so it, my, my nerd levels are at like an all-time high right now. So I would just be super annoying right now, uh, walking around doing a Batman voice every every <laughs> chance I get. Um, you know, it's just like, you know, oh, are you done with uh, dinner? It's like, are you done with vengeance? Like, it was just going for that. Like, yeah. So it's like, yeah, pretty much. That's why. Because the Batman tried watching it over a hundred times. Nerding out. Yeah. It's our pats too. He does a pretty good job. So. A sound one by you. Um, I should be single because I eat so much. Like I'm never really full and I could just eat whoever I'm with is plate. Uh, like I, I, okay. I was like, it had to be one of us. But. <laughs> I actually eat way, way more than uh, JB. And he's always just like, so like surprised. He's always like, Oh my God, I don't know. Where does it go? Like it's hot though. So, much. Yeah. so yeah, there's a, a lot. There is a part of me that kind of feels like maybe it is like, not fully, but like kind of that you're vegetarian because I find when I eat vegetarian meals, even if they have protein in it, I'm never as full as I, or I could eat a lot more than I normally would. 
but I mean, also like you could just be a big eater, but I, don't yeah. <laughs> I feel like when I was a kid too, I ate a lot. Like when I did eat meat, like, I feel like I've just always had a big appetite. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Sorry, Joey yeah, is having a party behind us. If you can see. Really? Really? <laughs> um, okay, I should be single this week because I, like, this has been something that I've, like, always had um, because I've always, like, I was an anxious child growing up and stuff. And, like, part of, like, my anxieties, I get, like, really nauseous feeling. And I, like, know the feeling. I know what it's caused from. Like, it's, I'm very used to it and I know how to deal with it. But, like, to, like, Arnold sometimes it's like so random because we'll just be like say for example like us recording this episode right now and then like in five minutes I could be mid-conversation and then all of a sudden I could be like oh my god I feel so nauseous like it just like hits me like out of nowhere in like the best situations and you're like what why are you anxious right now um so that is why I should be single because suddenly out of nowhere I could be having the best time ever and then I'm like oh my god I feel so nauseous. Are you sure it's Jesus. not like morning sickness or like are you sure you're not pregnant or something? I'm positive. <laughs> it's happened for so long like I'm so used to it but obviously not everyone is used to that so they're always like why are you why do you feel sick? I don't get it but. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. <laughs> Also, guys, can we just, like, take a moment and, like, our viewers cannot see Magic Mike looking fine AF, okay? Magic Mike chill. looks like Magic chill. Mike. You okay. don't okay. look okay. like wow. you could be a strike. I'm going to take like, a video of you. Have you working out, like, a lot? Yeah, yeah, I have been. So you are just so muscular. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying sorry. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do a dance uh, for us. Yeah. I am not, no. Unless, you, unless someone plays Pony, no. I'm not. Yeah, I was just going to say, someone's like, <laughs> 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 Hey, Google. That was the worst Pony. But yeah, you're looking mighty fine, Mike, and I, congratulations on I, that. Congratulations. I appreciate you it. You shouldn't be single, is what I'm trying to say. Thank you. Thank you. Mike, why should you be single? Huh? Oh, yeah, we already asked you. Exactly. You don't listen, mom. You don't listen. Oh, <laughs> it's hard to keep track. I don't know. A sow should be single because she doesn't listen. No. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. With that being said, like, we love you so, so much. Like, you are very much a part of this podcast. It's Al, like, listen up, girl. <laughs> uh, but this episode, guys, we are talking all about healthy relationships and what they look like to us, some of our role models, things we aspire, like, relationships that we aspire to be like. Will and Jada. Honestly, who even knows? Like the media exactly. fucking takes and twists everything. Like I don't listen to any type of celebrity gossip at this point. I'm like, <laughs> mm, is it even true? Like I'm sure it is, but it's like mm. they basically come out and said like, yeah. But don't like listen to celebrity gossip. It's like yeah. the worst. Mm-hmm. Okay. But guys, I want to kick things off, uh, and I want to know, hear from you, just top of mind, in your own words, what what makes a healthy relationship? Well, <laughs> like, where do we start? Well, we're looking over at you guys. So, like. <laughs> um, well, obviously, and this is like one that, well, I can think of two things that for sure every person would say, and one is communication. Okay. I think that you need to have 
good communication, but it needs to be like two ways. And I think I've been in relationships before where it's very much one-sided and Mm. that usually never ends up working out in your favor very well. Yeah. Um, And then the second one is trust. Like I have also been in a lot of relationships where I'm like constantly just like wondering what that person's doing. Not to Mm -hmm. say that they'd ever like did anything specifically to make me not trust them, but I'd be like, Oh, like why haven't they texted me back in the last like three hours? Where are they? What are they doing? Why aren't they free to hang out with me right now? Like I am that person that will spiral very quickly. And so, um, and I can't even explain it. Like, for example, like dating Arnold, like I've never felt that way about him. And I don't know if it's just like the type of person he is or like how he expresses himself mm-hmm. or his feelings or how he communicates with me. But like, for me, those are like obviously two things. And I think those two things would ring true with like any relationship. But yeah, I, ha- I have that on my list too. My list is so long of like <laughs> what makes a healthy relationship. But um, I'm going to say pick two of them for now. Um respect is huge like respecting your partner's like morals and values Mm -hmm. and what they want to do with their lives and just respecting them um and showing appreciation because I feel like some people just forget to show like just a simple thank you or like um and I think that's really important no absolutely Mike what about you um all those things um also uh one that kind of just pops out to me is uh just the ability to be present like sure you guys may be spending time with each other whether that's like i don't know watching something on tv or i don't know out at a festival or something like that together and yeah you're in the vicinity of each other but there's also just this just i don't know this concept or this mindset just being actually present with each other and and being able just to take Mm -hmm. in like all the little things as well with that person oh exactly yeah yeah (laughs) so that's um that's definitely like a a thing that i feel like kind of negates to having um a healthy relationship so like yeah equates yeah yeah no like i feel like i go ahead lauren i would just say one thing i would add is just like being like on the same page and equal like both equally putting the same amount of effort into the relationship is obviously Mm -hmm a huge one yeah. <laughs> it's not too one-sided or like maybe you do a lot for the person one week but like it always evens out in the end and like mm-hmm. you don't feel like you're ever the one that's doing all the work or vice versa yeah mm-hmm. it's never fun when someone at least feels like they're carrying the entire relationship so yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's it, totally it's like it's a two-way street it's all about like if a relationship is not one-sided and the mm-hmm. moment it becomes one-sided it's no longer healthy right and like so I think that rings very true for like a lot of people. It's like having that equal balance, like you're on the same page and it, it, it's important, but it can be very hard to maintain that. Cause I think a lot yeah. of relationships do start off for the most part um, here. Everybody is leveled out. They want the same things, but you know, somewhere down the line, maybe something gets, you know, thrown off track. And that's when we start to see the imbalance come into play. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I think, I think for me, when it comes to like what makes healthy relationship, I know, you know, I could echo everything that you guys have said, like, you know, communication and trust and all of these things. But also I think it's like the willingness to be, to be flexible. And also the big one is um, compromise, being able to compromise. Like I think compromising is the adult version of like sharing like when you're a kid you know what i mean it's so like when you're, 
it's so true. Like when you're a kid, it's all about like, you know, it was stressed. It was always stressed on us from like our parents and our teachers to, to, to share, to share. And you're like, Kate, like what the fuck? What? But yeah. as you get older, like it definitely starts to resonate with you a little bit more because you realize the world isn't all about you and you need to be flexible and you need to compromise. And mm-hmm. it's not always going to be easy. It's not because, you know, you live in a different reality from your partner. You may love them so, so much, but still at the end of the day, your reality, the things that you experience, the things that you feel might be kind of different. So it's just the things that you want. So it's all about coming together and finding that compromise and being okay with it. You know what I mean? And a true compromise, not to the point where like you're losing yourself. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. I feel like that can happen easily for some people. I think that's like such a big like coming of age moment though. Cause like, I feel like at, like when you're growing up, you like have this vision of like your perfect partner in your, mm-hmm. in your head. And like, there are like all these crazy checklists of things. And then you start to like date people and you meet people and you learn about yourself more. And you realize that like, even if someone has all these checklists, they might not be for you. And like your perfect match actually might be someone that is very different from you. Yeah. But that's why it works. And like the things that they're different about, like is maybe a compromise or like whatnot. Um, but like, that's what makes it work. And like, I think like no one wants to date themselves. So like you need to have those like differences and like, it's okay to not be the exact same and be into everything that's the exact same or act the same way. Like, um, like, I don't think I wouldn't have a healthy relationship if I was dating myself. (laughs) Right. It wouldn't wouldn't work. None of us would talk. Neither of us would talk about our feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be very anxious all the time. <laughs> and I feel like we kind of talked about that once before on like a previous episode, but that, like, that's so true, Lauren. Like, I think we've thrown around the term like girlfriend or boyfriend chameleon before. And that's when you just try and emulate and take interest in everything that your partner likes. Yeah. And you do that because you think it'll bring you closer. You think it's, what they want yeah but i think and i i mean that's great like having common interest is awesome but honestly you could end up with somebody who you're like who you are madly in love with head over heels but you're like i don't get it like i don't get video games i don't get why you watch hockey i don't under i don't yeah. get why you like these things and that's okay because you know what like I think it's also important to recognize that you aren't required to like the exact same things. And in a way, like there are certain things that I enjoy that I wouldn't necessarily put on like my partner to be like, Oh, you have to like this. You have yeah. to watch that. Like, or do this, like, because it's a personal, it's a personal thing and you're still able to talk about it. They don't, you don't get upset or mad about it because it can still be, you know, a talking point, obviously. Um, but I think it's important to just, you know, real like do what you still love to do, mm-hmm. um, you know, and accept what your partner likes to do on the, in their own time because there's having that own your own personal time to yourself to do the things that you like and to do things that you enjoy um, is really important. And it, and it, it uh, your life doesn't have your life shouldn't be like your entire relationship. Like it sh- like your life and how you live it shouldn't have to revolve around this one partnership you know what i mean yeah yeah and i think like 
it's, it's important to know that like, yeah, your partner can have all these different things that they're interested in. And like, you don't have to necessarily be interested in, but like, if you still support them in their interests and then the things that they like, yeah. you don't like, but I think it's really important to have that like support. Yeah. You're not like, it's stupid that you yeah. like yoga. <laughs> yeah. yeah when course, you yeah. had someone say that <laughs> when you were dating. <laughs> <laughs> exactly you yeah. have to still be like i think one of the things about being in a healthy relationship is like <laughs> joey's very needy right now <laughs> um is like being independent still like you are independent mm -hmm. apart but you're still in this like relationship together like you can mm -hmm. do things on your own um but you still like doing things together like i think like a lot of people lose sight of that and like that yeah result in being in an unhealthy relationship because you can't function without that person by your side and you literally have no separate interests or like friends or anything and like to me at least that's what I yeah. would want yeah. in a relationship so when it comes to independence and like autonomy um how are you like maybe you might have let's say you know situationally you might have a partner who um might be a little bit insecure about that, um, how would you be able to bring that up, and how would you be able, how would you approach that subject and saying, you know, I need to do this for me, and I want you to do whatever you need to do for you, um, because it's so important. It's so important. Like, how would you bridge that gap? I feel like it's hard because, like, I don't feel like I am. I attract the kind of person that like isn't there own person like yeah that sounds bad but like yeah isn't off doing their own things as well like I think mm -hmm. I'm attracted to people that have their have interests and aren't just like I go to work every day and that's it like um so I've never really been in a scenario where it's like mm -hmm. or at least if I was it didn't last very long yeah <laughs> because we were so opposite like I guess like when I dated that one guy um it like he, couple years ago now but like he was like very like I was a very independent person and he never understood why like like I made weekend plans without like consulting him first or like um mm -hmm. he couldn't be included in like all my plans that I had but it was like a girls night or like a bachelorette party or like mm -hmm. something that like a, he couldn't have been included in even if I wanted him there exactly. and like it just obviously it never worked like to me it like turned me off of him because I'm like I need to be able to do these things like and not feel guilty about it or like not feel like I need to include you yeah absolutely so your experiences though so when you're talking about healthy relationships like are you drawing a lot of that from your past experiences like how like relationships in the past and even looking at a relationship now it's just like for you guys in the, your current relationship like what what makes it work? Like what clicked? Because don't forget, like, I feel like all of us, we were like, we've been single for so long. Like we literally had to make a fucking podcast about it because <laughs> like, we're never going to fucking <laughs> find love. Right. But like, look at, look at, look at, so like now, you know, you guys for the most part are like in long-term relationships. Um, and like, I know you have probably been in one of the longest relationships mm -hmm. out of anybody here on the show. So, looking back at that and like reflecting what like what made it what made it work for you and what makes it work for you girls um there's a couple things that I've learned and it didn't like come easy but like 
one thing that I learned um, is to like speak up because a lot of times, even in the past in relationships, I would be like, something would bother me and I would just say, it's fine. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. And I would hold it in and then it would just build up until like one day I would like explode. And I don't do that anymore. And like, if something's really bothering me, I speak up, I'd say it right away, even maybe it's not the right time or place, but I really don't hold anything in anymore. So that was a huge learning curve for me. Um, and another thing that I still actually struggle with is, um, making comparisons like i'm always been the type of person to like compare myself to other people or compare my family to other families or compare like relationships to other relationships so like if i see a couple and they're like traveling the world i'm like oh like why can't we do that like i want to do that too like we should be that couple doing that so um i i definitely like still struggle with like comparing my relationship to other relationships, mm -hmm. um, which isn't healthy, but I'm like working on that. And it's been something I've, I've done my whole life, like just comparing myself to other people. Um, so yeah, I'm still learning with that one. <laughs> and that one is fucking hard girl. Yeah. Like I get that 100%. Mike, what about you? Um, we've gone through a lot of them already. The, the speaking up one is very important. Um, the one for me that I had to learn um, was being okay to ask for help. Um, at least like I remember uh, it, was, it, was, it was a toxic thing. I look back on it now and I can see that was a toxic thing. But I would always try to, I would never try to control someone, but I'd, and I'm, I'm always like super supportive when I'm in a relationship to the point where I'll kind of like throw everything on my back to try to make sure that my partner's life is as easy as it can be. And you reach a point where like everyone has limits. You can't control everything. You can't put everything on one person's back for the sake of someone else. And, um, and I found that I was doing that at times without my partner ever asking for it. But I found that I was doing that at times like a lot of the time. And it was, um, and after a while it has like a detriment. So it comes down mm -hmm. to, to having a balance, not just between like your partner, but even with yourself. And, um, and I found, uh, and I found finding that and, and, uh, and then of course that kind of like goes into trust and everything else like that. Um, so finding that and being able to just open your hands and share the load and stuff like that, um, yeah. can, can open up new avenues within a relationship. And I feel like it's a lot more better in order to help a relationship grow and become stronger um, right. along the way. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel like I did like a lot of putting so much of me into like people and relationships that mm -hmm. maybe like was like, I didn't see it as being one-sided when I was in it, but yeah. then when I was removed from it, I'm like, I did so much for that person and I would have done so much for that person and like what at the end of the day, like what did they really do for me? Like were mm. they like all they were cracked up to be in my mind, or did mm. I just like build this like fantasy of like our futures future together when really it was like very one-sided? And like I think that was like a huge learning curve for me. It's like how mm. to be in a relationship with someone where it's just like equal and like yeah. you shouldn't have to be like the only one putting in the effort and like 
obviously like you guys know for me like I like don't like talking about feelings and like anything like that so like finding someone that made me feel comfortable enough to talk about my feelings and not feel like embarrassed or that like they were going to like say something that would like make me feel bad about myself or anything like that like I think it's just like as hard as it is still for me like just kind of like pushing myself to do that yeah no I agree I think that's also another thing too finding um that person that you're willing to completely open up to and share those feelings with because I remember there was times where I wouldn't speak up and share certain feelings because I knew because the person I was with was going through a bunch of shit on their own so it was one of those things where like I'd rather be there to support them and instead of me slumping my shit into the mix and after all of a sudden the shit just becomes more shit so it's just like I'll just put myself on the back burner because in my head I feel like I could I can manage that and I'll help you with your stuff, but it all together, like my shit's just going all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get so in my head about like relationships and people and like, yeah, it took me so long. It, it took me being in a healthy relationship to realize how unhealthy every other relationship. Totally. Is. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I never knew it at the time. I just thought that's how I was. And like, I just was going to feel like this, no matter what kind of relationship yeah. I was going to be. And I was always going to be anxious and always like, in my head and then i realized that like no that's not yeah. normal <laughs> and it comes from fear yeah i feel like it comes from a place of fear like your own self-fear and stuff like that i i won't always put all the the blame on the the person or anything else of that because at the end of the day sometimes it is you making the decision right so it is comes from an own a place of like your own like insecurities and stuff like that so mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i think with relationships it's 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 so tricky because it's not like it comes with a manual nope it, it, it's and it's it's not like a one size fits all it's it's exactly. so hard so like if you're listening right now and you're hearing everything that we're saying it's just like you need to find what works best for you totally first and foremost and then you bring your partner into it secondly because you need to i, I really think it's important to know like what you want like it, it's it's so it's just so crazy to me to think that like you know we live like what the fuck is our life even like all that mm. we wanted it's it's just like we've been so not not we've been conditioned i think is the word i'm looking for we've been conditioned to get out there and find our soulmate or like that one person that we're going to be yeah, with yeah. for the rest of our lives but and there's so much pressure to do so from family and friends and society and i know sal you touched on it it's just you're always going to be comparing yourself to others. And if you see other people in like a happy relationship, you're like, oh, but I want that too. I want that too. And it's, it make, what makes it so tricky is like, I, I can't just like open up a book and read about, you know, here's a guide to like finding a perfect partner and like making your relationship healthy. And this is how it works. It's, we are all so different. And I like, I've preached it so many times and I will stand by it until like the day I die. But like, we have to understand, like, we all have our very own different versions of reality. You don't know what, mm-hmm. what's going on in my mind. You don't know what I see on a daily basis. You don't know what I feel. You don't yeah. know what's running through my mind. And the other person is you. Yeah. yeah. And that, right. So it's just, it's, it's just, it's one of those things. And you, and one thing I'm like, I'm seeing is like, when it comes to like relationships, it's, it takes time. You've got to fucking navigate these waters. And um, I was actually talking to my grandpa about healthy relationships. Oh, and sad. really, I know, and really what they meant to, and I, I wanted just to read something. So he, 
I, I asked him, I was like, so what, when it comes, and don't forget guys, this guy was married for like a thousand years until my <laughs> sweet little Mimi left, exact this, numbers. This, left this earth and floated and grew some angel wings and probably mm-hmm. went to like fucking paradise. Cause she's the best woman in the world. Nice. But I had to ask him, I had to be like, I'm like, what makes a healthy relationship? And without like missing a beat, he's like, he, he, it was just great. He's like, listen, everyone fights, get over it. People these days, they just give up too easy. And I was like, I can see that. Okay. You're, you're kind of right. He, and he also said, you know, just make sure you see it through, you know, uh, you, you're going to rectify it and you're going to live with it. If you love that person, it won't fucking matter, you know? And it's all about trusting the person that you're with and knowing that they'll always be there with you no matter what. And knowing that you can rely on that person is of the utmost importance and vice versa. And also being able to discuss it. So going back Mm -hmm. to communication. And I just think like when he said that, I'm like, oh, you're so right. It's like the simplest tip you know, when it comes to like what a healthy relationship might look like. And it, it's true. It's just no one ever said it was going to be fucking easy at the end of the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. So I think you like, got to work on it. He's so right. Cause like, obviously like their generation, like just worked through everything. Whereas like the following generations just like gave up the minute things got hard. Like I, I always like wonder, even with like my parents, like my dad cheated on my mom and like, obviously that's like heartbreaking and I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine going through that. But there's another part of me that's like, if I was in that scenario, would I be like, absolutely not. We're getting a divorce. Or would I be like, let's see if we can try to get past this first and then determine where we want to go from here. Like, it's so hard to say when you've never been in that situation, obviously. Oh, but, yeah. Um, like, I don't, like, it's something I always think about. I'm like, what would have happened if they just tried to make it work? Like, I, you hear stories of that. Like, people that, like, had things like that happen in their marriage. And, like, they've still been married for, like, 60 years. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I think like dating apps to play a big part in like people not giving people more chances, like because there's so many people available at your fingertips. It's like you meet Options. someone and they're great, and then maybe they do something and you're like, okay, I'm just gonna break up with them because I don't like the way that they did this. Instead yeah. of actually working through it, um, they're like probably like, well, I could just find someone else and start over. Yeah. Like it's just easy yeah. to find the next person, but it's hard to work through something. Like no one said relationships are easy. No. Yeah. Yeah. Even friendships, like they're tough, right? So, okay. So guys taking like a little bit of a turning point. So when, pardon me. So when you, sorry, (laughs) what do you do? So what do you do when you start to feel like your relationship is becoming a little bit unhealthy? It's sick. It's unwell. What are we doing about it? So you, you feel like there's something a little bit off. Um, and I don't know if you've experienced it before, but how were you able to come back and kind of rectify it and get your relationship back on the right track? And like, what were those obstacles that kind of put you off of that healthy relationship path? It hasn't happened yet. So I don't know, but if it were to happen, I think again, it goes back to communication. You have to tell them how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, that's key because if like one person feels like the relationship is unhealthy and the other person has no idea like you have to tell them how you feel about it and so that you can work together to fix it and maybe tell them like 
what it is that you need more of or need less of and vice mm-hmm. versa. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's been times where it's like, I've felt a certain way and I'm just like, I just give up. <laughs> like, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to type. It means talking about my feelings. I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, like if it happened in like my relationship now, like, exactly like I think it's like a lot of the time people have no idea like how many times have you been blindsided by a guy like you had no idea something was like in their mind or they were feeling a certain way like you had a completely different image of what how your relationship was going um Mm -hmm. and then you're blindsided by them like breaking up with you or like feeling a certain way and it's like well maybe if you just told me this like I would know you were feeling Mm -hmm. this way like and like maybe you could have worked on it or like you know yeah if you have no idea what's going on then nothing's going to get resolved. <laughs> that, that being said, sometimes like whether it's like a home you guys share or whatever, the environment isn't exactly like the best environment to share those feelings. That's why I am such like a proponent for if it's, it doesn't matter how far along you guys are in a relationship, like couples counseling, if you need it, right. Yeah. Counseling on some kind of level, have that other person there in the room, because I, I mentioned it in previous episodes, I can be stubborn. Like in, in, in my head where I feel like I'm totally right. I think like everyone can and like yeah. extent for sure. Yeah. yeah. Where, where I feel like I'm totally right. I feel like I've, I've done research on this kind of stuff like that. I know I'm right. Like the, mm-hmm. there's, but sometimes you need the other person right there just to be like, no dude, no. And you're like, wait, really? You're like, yeah, yeah. Just like, okay, well, fuck, sorry. And so yeah, yeah. having that other person there to kind of give better perspective or give another side of perspective or just allowing you just to shut up and listen can um can help things because sometimes you can't always do it on your own doesn't matter how close you guys are doesn't matter how much you guys love each other it's um support is support and you should always be welcome to support so yeah yeah and i think there's also like a certain level of comfort that um you you need to even approach some of these subjects and i think that's why like therapy and couples counseling is so great because um being able to openly talk about things that you might have grievances with or things Mm. that you're not necessarily super stoked about in the relationship, you might not be able to perfectly articulate that to your partner. You might not know how to bring it up. Um, But if you are able to go to a therapist or a counselor and, you know, give, give them some background on the situation, they'll help you through it. They'll, they'll be able to ask the hard questions for you. Right. And I, I mean, I'm not saying that like, everybody should be able to like bring this up with their partner. If they truly love them and they feel comfortable enough, they yeah. should be able to bring up anything with them. Right. And that's what you think. But once again, like, that's how I feel. That's not yeah. how like you might feel Mike, like, exactly. or you might feel Lauren, you might feel a Sally. Like, you might actually be like, no, there is an issue. I don't feel comfortable bringing it up because I'm uncertain on how that person might react or mm-hmm. I don't, I just, I just don't want that. And it's, it's always nice to have that third party, that unbiased third party there to kind of guide you through that conversation and yeah. start bringing up the things that you don't necessarily want to talk about. Right. And you guys are going through it together, right? It's a, again, it's, it's an experience that you're going through together that you probably have never gone through before. So again, it's a building kind of thing, especially if you are that partner that is, has that mindset about like, we should just be able to tell each other anything. Well, and, but your yeah. other partner is just like, well, I kind of need that therapist or that other person of support to kind of be there. So it's to be open to that mm-hmm. and everything else. And that's also kind of telling within a relationship as well. Are you willing to be open and jump into this circle 
of having like a therapist or something there, even though you may not be totally with it. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to do that for your relationship? Right. Also, and I think, yeah, go ahead, Lauren. I was going to say, this is kind of like off topic, but I was just going to say like, we did a whole episode on this like a long time ago, but like love languages, but I actually think they're like so valuable to know about like your partner and like yourself because sometimes it is hard to articulate like how you want to receive love or, mm. or how you give love. And I think like you might think someone's a certain way and they're not at all. Um, so just a hot tip. If you haven't done the quiz, you should do it. Yeah, that was actually, I've, I wrote that down too. That's huge. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like I kind of want to roll my eyes at love languages. Like I yeah, want to cheesy, like before we start. But, yeah. It's so cheesy, but it's very true. Like, like, like yeah like like, I think we all like went through them like I'm acts of service you know like I like show me that you love me by taking out the fucking trash (laughs) you know and I'm gonna show you that I love you because I'm gonna go I'm gonna do all of these things for you that Mm -hmm. you know will make your life easier and like that's how I speak and and, like if your partner doesn't know that if if they don't know that then it's and if you haven't told them you you need to bring it up. You yeah, need to be, think you like need to discuss all it. you want is gifts or something when you're yeah. like, all I would really want you to do is clean the dishes. <laughs> That's it's an it. important thing of telling them because not everyone can just pick it up, right? Not everyone can just look at it and pick it up. So again, the communication part. Yeah. So once again, like so I just want to take it back one step though. So when we were talking about kind of um what happens when you start to fall into like that that toxic relationship and your relationship starts feeling a little bit unhealthy as you mentioned earlier um when you start comparing yourself to other couples or you compare yourself to other people and i think especially now that couldn't be more true and it couldn't be more of um a stressor on relationships that we're seeing nowadays um it's it, once again it, it's all about you know keeping up with everybody else you and i and honestly like I fucking hate social media right now because <laughs> I know it sounds so bad, but it's communicate it's so with true. us. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's that, you know, um, I think it, it's hard for us to remember sometimes that social media is just that it's, it's an image taken of a time or a video taken of a time that was really exciting and brag worthy and share worthy that you want mm-hmm. to show everybody. And, you know, you could post the most beautiful, epic sunset travel photo, you know, in Santorini with the love of with, with your, with your partner. Yeah. But Santorini, so specific. Fucking, I know. Right. But like 20 <laughs> minutes before that, you know, like, or like the whole trip, you guys have just been at each other's fucking throats, but Hey, you did it for the brand. And I think it's yeah. so important that like, we need to separate that, like, stop, like, Comparing yourself to others and comparing your relationship to other people's relationships, it's just going to get you nowhere at the end of the day. It's your relationship is so unique to you and your partner. And the moment you start wanting more um, from them because you see it in another couple is the moment that you are going to start changing that relationship. And I think Mm -hmm. it's so important to just fucking remember that like, you are with this person and this person is with you for a reason and your life path might look very different from that other person's on Instagram and 
just because they're out traveling the world and doing this and doing that, it doesn't mean that your relationship isn't as good. It isn't as solid. It isn't as concrete. Like, no, it's none of that. It's, we've been so conditioned to want to live up to these like really high expectations and especially with our relationships and it's, it's fucking fake. And I want for the most part, like, I'm, I'm not saying that like all these beautiful, like couple photos, no, for sure. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but I'm just, it's, it's just, it's, it's not what you think it is. And yeah. the moment you start fucking blocking that shit out, mm-hmm. I really think you can truly live and stop worrying so much about, you know, like having to put your relationship out there and be like, look at us, look at us, look what we're doing. We're good. We're solid. We're this. Do whatever is right for you at the end of the yeah. day, but be really cautious and be really careful because that shit can like swallow you up and eat you whole. And I, as, as much as I think social media is great for a lot of other things, when it comes to self-esteem, when it comes to relationships, I, I think it's so fucking detrimental. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really people, do. People just need to like live in the moment more. And like, I know for me, like one of my biggest things in like previous relationships is always trying to think like 12 years ahead where it was like, let's just live in the moment. Like it's mm-hmm. fine now. Yeah. It's great now. You're having fun now. Like who cares if you're going to get married and have children yeah. <laughs> 20, 10 years down the road. Right. So I think like, it's just like, it's hard when you're like, uh, yeah, constantly comparing yourself on social media. But like, I think you just need to like put the phone away and just appreciate what you have in front of you and not on yeah. a screen. For sure. And like, like I said, social media was just one facet, but it's also like, just like the people in your lives and the friends that you have and your family, your cousins, things like that. Like you can't just compare yourself to everybody else. Yeah. The, start to just, Start honing in on you and your relationship and your partner. And I, 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 I really think that the moment you start doing that and blocking all the other bullshit out, you could have something really, truly beautiful because you are focusing on you and that other person. Yeah. I want to know what your opinion is on this though. Um, being best friends with your partner. Yes. <laughs> okay. Being best friends with your partner. Like, I fucking love this. Like, I think, God, yeah, like, obviously, I want to be best friends with my boyfriend because, like, why not? Like, this is the person you're going to share, like, everything with. You know what I mean? But does it always have to be that way? Is that something that's attainable? I'm asking you guys because, like, you know, I'm not a relationship person. Is this something that you can do? Or is this, like, just, like, a like an expectation that I had that's like, whoop. One of my girlfriends told me like a few years ago now, and I mean, I don't know how long she's been with her husband now, but like, um, she was like, one of the biggest piece of advice I could give anyone is make sure you're like best friends with the person that you're choosing to spend the rest of your life with, because you're Mm going to spend a lot of damn time with this person. And so you want to be best friends with them. And like, I totally think it's true. Like, I was always that person in like relationships where I'm like, oh, like I like my separate life, which I still do. Like I like doing things by myself. Mm-hmm. But I also love spending time with Arnold. And like I could spend like all day, every day with him and never be bored. And like I love hanging out with him. And so I think that like, I think it's total, totally attainable. And I think that it's something for me that I would want in a significant other because at the end of the day, when you're like, 
older and all your friends live in different places and all of them have their own kids and lives and all you have is each other. You want to be freaking best friends with that person. (laughs) Have you guys been best friends with your ex, uh, with like any exes or are you currently best friends with your partners? I've like asked JB, I'm like, are we best friends? (laughs) Did we just become best friends? And he's always like, well, he was like, he was like, well, there's, he's had obviously friends he's had his whole life. So he's always like, well, like, for example, like Simon's my best friend. Like he knows literally everything about me. And I'm like, well, I should know everything about you too. (laughs) Yeah, you do. But it's like a little different. Like, like same thing with me, like, my best friends know more than JB knows. Like, mm-hmm. they just know me longer because they've known me longer. Exactly, yeah. and like, we've known his best friends longer. Um, but we've had the conversation because I'm always like all silly, like, "Am I your best friend?" And like, he just laughs and he doesn't really answer. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like. I think, yeah, I do think there's, like, two different versions of a best friend. Like, yes, there's just people mm-hmm. that your entire life that, like, would be there for you if that person broke your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think you could totally, like, be – you can also have best friends that you just met, like, a year ago. Like, totally. all of us weren't, like, that close. Like, yeah. Yeah. However, like, when we started this podcast, like, and that can, like, change so quickly. So I think that, like, you can totally, like – it might be look like a different kind of friendship than like your other friends, but you can still be best friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's different kinds, right? Like, um, and it's, uh, yeah. Like the best friend that you have that like, who's your partner, it is a different level than how JB is with Simon, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's, um, cause like, yeah, I have, I have my best, I have my best friends that I've known forever. Um, and I've also had that best friend that I was also like sharing a bed with for like however long, um, kind of thing. So, and, and, uh, yeah, there's just, there's, there's levels to it. There's levels yeah. to it. But I, but it's a, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling to have that partner that you guys do have that kind of level of also friendship with. It is so when nice. something, I have a question. So when something major happens in your life or not even major, or something happens in your day, yeah. Uh, that you want to that you want to talk to somebody about. Who's the first person that you're texting? Lauren, Sal, and Mike. Who's the first person that you're texting? Maybe it's you got a promotion, you got an award at work, or maybe it's uh, you had a crazy run in with a, like a somebody on the street. Like, mm-hmm. who's the first person you're texting? JB. Yeah, like definitely Arnold. Yeah, your partner. Yeah. 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 yeah it's it. always going to be your partner, right? Yeah. And I think like it's like for me, like it's just it was just interesting because I, I, I thought about that and I'm like, well, if this happened, who would I go to? Yeah. You know, who would I want to share this moment with or who would I reach out to if I needed a shoulder to cry on? And it's totally. just so interesting to see like where your mind goes. And for me, it's like, it's like a partner. It's very interesting because it's like your best friend that you get to like bang, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, um, sure. and it's yeah. like the best thing ever. It is yeah. a so, benefits, but in a relationship, exactly. <laughs> it's like the most benefits, you know? Okay, guys, we could talk forever about this, obviously, um, but we want to be conscious about your time. So we're going to go right into our segment, which is a good old game of dating hall of shame slash fame. We're really switching up our segments these days. <laughs> so Carly, do you want to go first? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, guys, so I'm really excited to introduce into the Hall of Fame, Neil. Neil is a 37-year-old 
advertising exec, okay? Okay. This is his bio. And no picture needed, but I'm just like, Neil has been hurt, y'all. This is what it says. My name is Neil. Zero expectations from this app. For the woman that has psychological issues, please don't match with me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, he does. That was it? That was it. Neil's been burned, and that's it. Like, that's all he had. And then he had some, like, cloudy-ass photos of himself. And that was wait, it. wait, and he's an advertising executive? Yup. And that was it, Neil? Listen, he's not a copywriter, he's okay? Burned. He's an advertising. Yeah, like, oh. exactly. That's really broad. Um, But also, I've been... I want to talk about this more on another episode, but I've been watching this show called The Single Wives, and this it's, like, these three wives that go through, like, dating coaching. Date, okay. Dating coaching? That sounds wrong. But anyways, one of the things that he talks about in online dating is, like, do not, like, list all the things you don't want. Like, yeah. list... Like, tell yeah. a story about, like, yourself and, like, what, like, you, you like, just about yourself and, like, your interests. Mm-hmm. And, like, make it interesting. Like, it's, yeah. like, don't, like, everyone who reads, like, I don't want this, I don't want that, like, is going to be, like, this person is very negative. Yeah, yeah uh, Carmelia went through that, too. She yeah. told us that, too. Like, don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's not nice. Okay, so my dating hall of shame slash fame is more of a fame. Okay. Um, this guy's name is Adam, who I actually know. Mm. Um, I actually may have deleted him off Facebook, but <laughs> anyway, um, Burn. he was very creative in his photos. He kind of just had photos of him with other people and okay. he put little arrows saying like, who's Adam and who's not Adam. So there's all these bubbles, like not Adam, not Adam, not Adam, Adam. <laughs> so yeah, but it was very creative. Okay. Yeah, okay. If you don't have photos of yourself. This is one way to do it. To <laughs> pinpoint it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm right. into it. Good for Adam. Put a lot of effort into that, but fine. And Lauren, what about you? I don't have one, guys. Sorry to let you know. What? That's okay. <laughs> Two inductees. That is quite all right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm actually surprised we still continue to have these considering none of us are on dating apps. So Yeah, so our listeners, please continue submitting these. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that'd be really helpful. Yeah, our stockpile's yeah, yeah. getting low. <laughs> and yeah, that's how grateful to- we are. We, you guys are providing to this podcast. So yeah. our wonderful yeah. community of listeners. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, like, thank you so much for continuing to listen, guys. Like, we really, hope that we, make your, we really hope that we make your Wednesdays that much more bearable and tolerable. And if you like us, you know, we always say, don't forget to tell your friends and leave us a review. We haven't had a had a review in a while so <laughs> do it up and we love getting dms and like questions and like funny stories that you think of when you listen to our episodes so please yes. send them our way and that's it and until next time bye everybody Bye-bye. bye bye peace so Hey guys, don't forget to follow us on social media at Somebody Date Us and make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. 